0: You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie.
1: And I'm Zach.
0: Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic.
1: And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it.
0: We want to prove that no matter who you are,
1: or how much education you have,
0: with a little help from the internet,
1: anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Hi, Zach. Hello. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I'm great.
0: Great. Always great. Always great. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm great as well.
1: I'm so happy to hear that.
0: So I have um, a fun idea for you today. It's fun for me at least. Hopefully it'll be fun for you too. Okay. We don't often do super timely episodes. Um, sometimes by
1: accident. Sometimes by accident like the, we do. Like uh, the Abraham Lincoln one. I uh-huh. didn't realize until like four days after we posted it that we put it out on President's Day. Yeah. Yeah. That oh, was a, a happy that accident. That was a real
0: happy accident. Um so everyone's well will try and do something, but, but we're really – we're not trying to capitalize on people or – I don't know. We're just trying to put out good, fun episodes as they come to us. But
1: also ideas are com- becoming harder and harder to uh, think up. So yeah, that's sometimes true. Sometimes a holiday or something would would, would spur something, which exactly. reminds me – Send in episode ideas. Yeah. To the emit what is it? Thirty Minute Expert Podcast at, at gmail. Thirty Minute Expert Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Send us, Send ideas. us ideas. We're running out.
0: <laughs> we are. We are running out a little bit. But um, like you just said, sometimes a holiday can spur an exciting topic. Mm-hmm. So this week I want you to tell us about the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Saint Patrick. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool.
1: This yeah, great. I know nothing about Saint Patrick. Really? No. I know
0: a tiny bit just because I'm, you know, being Irish and being um Catholic, you you know a little bit, yeah. but I don't know that much and I know the even the things that I know are kind of like is that true? I think there's a lot about Saint Patrick that isn't true and everyone is cool with the idea that it's not true, but it's still a really fun Lore, so right? We go with it.
1: That's Saint Patrick that they say like got all of the snakes out of Ireland, yes. right? But then that's not true, or something like that. This
0: is what I think as well. So yeah. yeah, if you could find out, clear it up. So you know, just do a fun Saint Patrick overview. You can tell us about the dude. Tell us about the fun things he did and didn't do. What the cool legends stuff. that surround? Yeah, him. Yeah, the legends that surround. I'll make him. up some
1: new legends of my sure, own. Sure,
0: why not? And then um, you know, maybe cap it off with. Just tell us what St. Patrick's Day celebrations are like. Sometimes,
1: okay, cool. What St. Patrick's Day is obviously the seventeenth. It's always yes. the seventeenth. Mm-hmm. What day of the week is that? I is believe here? it's
0: a. I believe it's Wednesday. This okay. So this will Wednesday. come out
1: on Monday. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Perfect. 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 Right? Yeah. People can can get all informed, and learn, so they're not culturally appropriating so much, and then go out and celebrate in COVID-friendly ways. It will be exciting. Okay. <laughs>
1: Listen to the intro again, which I think we've mentioned this before. We we typically do that after we record the intro because you know,
0: just to let's make be sure honest. It, sometimes we fulfill any promises we made or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and
1: sometimes we record an intro on on Monday and then record the podcast on Thursday and then release it. This every is Monday. true. Uh, and can I just say, you sucked all the fun out of St. Patrick's Day. Why? You said no cultural appropriation and celebrating in COVID-friendly ways. The holiday is all about ripping off the Irish culture and throwing up on people.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then, I mean, what can I say? So I just want to say, your
1: version of celebrating is, <laughs> oh, man, that's a bummer. Uh, Kidding. St. Patrick. Yeah. First of all, I really liked uh, learning about this, Oh, man. you did? Great. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I didn't know anything about it. It's always
0: nice when the topic turns out to be interesting, you know?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's very nice. Yeah. (laughs) Even Uh, though it's
0: only 30 minutes, it can turn into a long 30 minutes sometimes when you're like, I am just not jiving with this thing.
1: Right. And we always try to make the episodes interesting whether we are enjoying researching the topic Mm -hmm. or not. But yes, you're right. It's a lot better when you actually are enjoying the the learning part of it. Totally. St. Patrick. I know I make this joke often, but this is not a joke. Okay. Born Maywin Suckett. What? That's his name, his real name. Jeez. M-A-E-W-Y-N is his first name, Maywin. Maywin. And then his last name, uh, S-U-C-C-A-T. Say that however you want. All right. uh, That's his born name. Okay. Uh, Changed his name.
0: I wonder why. We're jumping ahead a little bit
1: here. (laughs) Changed his name when he became a priest to mm. Patricius.
0: Is that how you would say that? Patricius? Sure. That's how I would yeah. say it. I mean, Patricius, it's, it's, like, Patricius. it's like
1: Patrick without the K and then I-U-S on mm-hmm. the end. Uh, he was a missionary. St. Patrick was a missionary. Now,
0: just to be clear, this whole being born and being a priest and stuff, is this taking place in Ireland? We'll get there. Oh, okay. We're okay. Almo-
1: We're actually almost there.
0: Wow, there's so much mystery. I'm just
1: giving. I'm giving you the the top of the line stats right now. I get it. Missionary. Uh-huh. Fifth century.
0: Fifth century. Yes. So, so this the is like 400s. Yeah. Ooh, that's yes. a long many, time. Many, many ago. years
1: ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not known exactly when he was born. However, based on evidence in his writings, it's. It's clear that he was active between 1450 and 15 or sorry 450 and 500. Okay. Uh, I mean, like there's just writing in there that makes it very evident that he was alive and around and that's the period that he's referring cool. to. but he was uh, you know, this is the 14 or the 400s. Yeah. There's no record of his birth, so no one right. knows when, when he was born. Okay. Uh, he was born, not in Ireland. Okay. He was born in Britain. Mm. And again, this is so long ago. Yeah. So Britain at that point, he was probably born in Scotland or Wales. You know, he wasn't born in London. Uh, he was probably born in Scotland or Wales to Roman parents.
0: Oh, wow. There's so much This happening. is a different
1: time. I yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really think of it like, the, like we think of it today at all. So he's born in. Wait,
0: so Saint Patrick is secretly Italian? I can't wait to tell my family what the rifts it I mean, will cause. I mean,
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't know if if being Roman at that time meant being Italian. Mm-hmm. You know, because they spread out so far, and yeah. it's like, are you Roman if they, uh, you know, rule right. your territory? Yeah, Maybe yeah. you've been living on this land for for. Uh, you know, six hundred years, your families, and then the Romans come, and it's like, okay, now this is r- part of the Roman Empire. You're now Roman, yeah, but you're not Roman. You're not from it's Italy. All,
0: borders are fake. It's a construct. Right. Everyone's a person.
1: So he, uh, he's living in Britain at age sixteen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He gets captured as a slave and taken to Ireland.
0: Who the Irish captured? Saint it?
1: Patrick. Yes, was captured Jeez. by the Irish taken to Ireland, and forced to work as a slave. And he was there for six years.
0: What? When he was 16, this happened?
1: Yeah. So... I wonder
0: where his parents were. Maybe they were in around. They
1: were in Britain, uh, grieving the loss of their kidnapped son. What do you mean?
0: The, uh, well, why didn't they prevent him from being kidnapped, I guess? What do you, th- what do you think
1: kidnapping <laughs> If <laughs> no, everybody prevented I'm their kids sorry. from being kidnapped, there would be no kidnapping. I don't
0: mean to judge his parents. Okay. Wow. That's tough.
1: Yeah, uh yeah. So he he was um a sheep herder in Ireland. Okay. As a slave. Mm-hmm. and hmm And he's there for six years. And while there he really leaned on his religion. He had mm-hmm. to. That's mm-hmm. all he had. That's um, what got him through. Yeah. His dad was a a a deacon. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe his grandfather was a priest. So when he was there during that time, he really relied on God. Uh, so much so that one night after six years, he had a dream in which, uh, I think Jesus or maybe, maybe it wasn't Jesus, but he had a dream where, uh, someone told him that your ship is coming. It's time for you to leave Ireland. Mm. So off of that dream, he like got up and was like, I'm going to that ship. And he, he escaped And walked over 200 miles to the nearest port and like there was a ship there, you know, which (laughs) like it's a port. It's not like this was some magical ship, but like there was a ship there and he miraculously got passage onto the ship that was going back to England. I mean, he's an escaped slave. Mm -hmm. I'm sure penniless. I'm sure dressed in rags at most Mm in like, you know, how do you make your way onto a a ship that's crossing the ocean? But like he he was able to make his way on there and go back to England, which is really cool. Yeah. So
0: I would guess it was some kind of angel. Usually, when people have those dreams, it's some kind of angel. Yeah,
1: you're right. Uh, I just I, I was blanking on it. No, I get it. So, much later in his life, mm-hmm. he wrote a uh, a book we would call it now an autobiography, sort of um, called Confessio, which I guess would be confessions. Sure. Um, he in this book he tells the story um, of when he returned to Britain. To his Mm -hmm. family. And in that, he has a dream. I don't know if I just said that.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, He tells
1: the story of a dream. And in that dream, he was delivered a letter. So again, this is like a sign from God sort of dream. He was.
0: This is a different dream?
1: Yes. Now he's back in Britain. Uh So back in Britain, now he has this dream. And in the dream, he receives a letter. And the letter is titled, The Voice of the Irish. He's Mm -hmm. in the dream reading the letter and the letter is, uh, is asking him to go back to Ireland. It's all of these Irish people basically begging him to come back to Ireland to be with them. So being very religious, uh, he took this as a sign (laughs) to return to Ireland that he feared so much because he was enslaved there and alone there. And yeah. And, uh, he took this as a sign to return there and spread the word of God.
0: Oh. So
1: I can't remember if he was a priest at that point or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember if he became a priest when he returned to England or if he didn't become Britain, I should say, or if he didn't become a priest until after this dream when he decided to go back to Ireland. Either way, mm-hmm. he becomes a priest, goes to Ireland and... Starts on this mission mm-hmm. of spreading Christianity uh, through the country, and he went there and he baptized people and he like, yeah, you know,
0: he did. He, the he thing. was a missionary, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it worked like really, <laughs> it worked. So ultimately, he is credited with bringing Christianity to Ireland. Really? Yeah. That's, that is
0: that's a huge deal. Yeah,
1: and and it like I said, it really worked. Like slave trade, um. Traveling wars, like both of those, right around. So I guess we were talking about when he was active, when he was alive. Uh, I think the the best estimation of his death mm-hmm. is like fourteen. Or sorry, I keep you saying fourteen, the, yeah,
0: because you're just not used to saying four hundred, right. whatever.
1: Uh four sixty one.
0: He died.
1: That's like the best estimation, but really nobody knows.
0: I thought. They said that he was active four fifty to five hundred. That's
1: the years. That's the span of years that like he was definitely alive during this time because this is the period he wrote about. Okay, that's what that's but, what that. But span also, is. he
0: died in four sixty one.
1: They think, okay. but no one knows. Okay,
0: okay. No
1: one knows. He uh-huh. could have died in five oh three. No one knows, okay. but like that's when they think he probably likely died based off of I don't know what. Yeah, cool. But anyway, that time period. Where he is thought to have died perfectly lines up with, like I said, the dramatic drop in the Irish slave trade and the dramatic drop off in wars in Ireland and of Ireland, Irish natives going out to war and to capture slaves and things like that. So those two times coincide exactly when he was uh, supposedly, you know, over there preaching
0: Uh
1: and yeah.
0: So they really, like, took in his message of Christianity to the point of they're like, we should stop warring and yeah. enslaving people? Yeah, like... That's pretty Absolutely. Legit.
1: According to record, according to what anyone knows, and, of course, there are always going to be books out there that know way more about this topic, you know, mm-hmm. authors who know way more about this topic than anyone in the world, and they mm-hmm. are writing very honest portrayals of what it was. But, like, as far as you can find, just doing this sort of research I mm-hmm. did, like... Yes, his missionary work very much worked to the point where, like, most people in Ireland were Christians.
0: Well, I mean, that's amazing because it's one thing to get people to embrace the idea of being a Christian or whatever. It's an, it unfortunately is another thing to get them to, like, stop warring and enslaving people. Like, though, as much as it doesn't make sense, those two things do not go hand in hand sometimes although they should, you know? But that's very cool that 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 seems to have worked there. Wow, that's a way bigger thing than I had ever known about him. Like, that's very impressive, I guess is what I'm trying to say.
1: Right, yeah, me too. He deserves the praise. Exactly, yeah, he deserves (laughs) the praise. I didn't realize that there was going to be this much uh, meat on the bone. I I was Mm -hmm. expecting it to be be a lot more of a story of, like, no one really knows why he's the guy, but he's our guy and we love him. Uh, Mm -hmm. So... Within about 200 years, he had major legend status in Ireland Mm -hmm. with rumors circulating about him and each rumor grander than the next. Mm -hmm. Um, As mentioned in the intro, it's commonly uh, stated or claimed that he drove all of the snakes out of Ireland, Mm -hmm. which again like we said or like we thought at least is not true
0: because there were no snakes in ireland so yeah first of all
1: fossil like in modern science fossil records Mm -hmm. show that there were never really snakes in ireland Mm -hmm. Uh, that was never a thing like an issue that they had um but the story goes that he drove all of the snakes into the sea where they ultimately died uh i've seen it written that that was Probably a metaphor for him driving, mm. uh, like Evil heathens or out yeah. of Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, which is accurate, I would say.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could if he if he really made them change their tune that much. He did you know get some evil business out of there absolutely so, yeah. yeah
1: he for sure drove evil out of ireland
0: there's a there's a joke do you remember in 30 rock there's a joke where i think it's jack Donaghy is talking about he's talking about it in terms of like branding or marketing or something and how saint patrick is like the best branding story ever because he's like the one thing ireland had was no snakes <laughs> and he made a name for himself on the fact that he got rid of the snakes yes. or something.
1: I, I kind of remember <laughs> <laughs> that, that is very funny uh, i love that show yeah uh, the, uh going back to the legends that we're talking mm-hmm. about apparently he had prayed for a hungry group of travelers they were traveling over this like totally desolate area with no food to be had and mm-hmm. he prayed for them and then miraculously out of nowhere a, a herd of pigs appeared oh, and they wow. had all the food they needed mm-hmm. uh, he himself wrote that he had resurrected the dead you know so oh, these are
0: that's Going a bit far, but cool. Right. Okay.
1: So these are the sort of things that people of the time, quote unquote, know about mm-hmm. St. Patrick. Mm-hmm. All of these crazy, huge legends.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, shamrocks.
0: Shamrocks.
1: So obviously shamrocks are as much of a national symbol for Ireland mm-hmm. as anything could be a national symbol for any country yes. in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the shamrock originated with... Uh, supposedly, but this goes back to the time to where this is, this is where the story comes from that uh, St. Patrick used the shamrock to symbolize and even further than symbolize to literally visually explain mm-hmm. the Holy Trinity.
0: So we're to, talking about un, a, a three leaf to non-Christians. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Th- that, yeah. Not a four leaf clover, which yeah. is the
0: Lucky symbol, one in a million yeah, one, you know, yeah. like
1: the three, the, the shamrock, which mm-hmm. is just the common yeah. plant. Uh, but bland. he used the three <laughs> leaves of the shamrock to mm-hmm. symbolize On the, the father the son the holy spirit mm-hmm. um
0: i feel I, I wouldn't have remembered that but now that you say it i i recall that from like childhood or something i thought that's
1: really cool yeah
0: mhm it takes a lot of explaining when you're Catholic to really get into you, like how are they three different things but also one thing? After a while, your the teachers are like, "Faith, you just have to have faith," and you're like, "Okay." But the shamrock helps.
1: It can really only be explained with foliage, I it's think. It's
0: true, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and then, starting around the ninth or tenth century, okay. is when people really start to celebrate S- Saint Patrick. With a day of feasting mm. and they celebrated on March 17th. I'm not really sure why it's in, March 17th.
0: So um, usually uh, the way it works, I know, in Catholicism is saints will have a day. They'll have like their saint day. And so perhaps that okay. was his saint day.
1: I'm positive yeah. it is. <laughs> okay. uh, still don't know why it was that day. And I I, I don't know.
0: why. Sometimes it's like the day they were martyred or something. I don't think he was martyred. No, so he wasn't. Maybe they just pick a day.
1: I couldn't I I shouldn't say I couldn't find this I didn't really look for it But it didn't pop up at all when and how he became a saint, I don't know how that process works. Maybe you can enlighten me. It
0: it takes a long time. Like you don't become a saint, you know, you don't die. And then the following year you become a saint. It's kind of like getting in the Hall of Fame. You have to wait a while. Okay, Uh, (laughs) And then it's a process of canonization. And I I don't know exactly how it works, but, you know, the Pope is involved and you got to vote on stuff. And I'm sure you have to get all the archbishops to get on board and cardinals and they will be like, yep, this person deserves to be a." saint and then you get to become one.
1: Okay, so they started celebrating St. Patrick's Day around the 9th or 10th century so it could be that that is when he became a saint. It could be. It's kind of weird that they don't know when he became a saint. You would think that there would be records of things like that. No one knows? I
0: thought just you didn't know. No one else knows?
1: uh, No, I read that they started, like, in Ireland, they started celebrating St. Patrick's Day around the 9th or 10th century, air quotes. Mm. Like, that's what I read. So I would I would imagine that if they knew exactly when that would have said they would have said exactly well, when
0: well maybe he became a saint, but they didn't like celebrate it until later or something.
1: Sure. Uh but they mm-hmm. did. They, they did start they celebrating. So great. they would they would typically go to church in the morning and mm-hmm. then turn Obviously. up all afternoon. <laughs> uh yeah, it was a it was a day of feasting, which I think is pretty much what every holiday was
0: yeah i mean prior it still to like is. 200
1: years ago what do we do now? right but i mean like totally centered around that like that was the holiday was we get to eat today yeah <laughs> um true the first saint patrick's day parade however mm. was not in ireland
0: oh that's crazy where was and it
1: and it was not really in america but it kind of was in america all right it was in what is now america so, according to record, in 1601, uh-huh. at a Spanish colony in what is now St. Augustine, Florida, oh. a St. Patrick's Day parade was held.
0: That is so random. Why?
1: I think they had some sort of... There was a guy there. I don't remember what he was, but he was
0: Irish. Okay. And he yeah. was
1: like a he was leader like, this is there. how
0: we do at my house. And then he was like, we're having a parade.
1: Yeah. Even though... But parades weren't even really part of... They were not part of the Saint Patrick's mm-hmm. Day celebration at that point, but there was a parade held there. I mean, mm-hmm. I read that there was a parade held there. It Could have been just a celebration. It could have held been there like that five they people a marched through the streets. Oh, and absolutely, a drum, that's and that what it, it was mm-hmm. at the most. Um, it didn't really start until the 1730s. So, in the 1730s, Irish immigrants in Boston began celebrating. Mm. They 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 began celebrating St. Patrick's Day, obviously on March seventeenth. That's the seventeen thirties, but the first official parade in the US didn't happen for another forty years. Uh it was seventeen sixty two or seventeen seventy two. Okay. In New York City.
0: Wow, when... so the first like official one was yes. in New York? Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, and
1: it was um put on by Irish soldiers. Who were here fighting for the British? So they were homesick. It was March seventeenth, and they were like, "Let's have a freaking parade!" Wow. Uh, So they did. They had a. I think they just like walked to a pub. Yeah. You know, (laughs) like your Saint Augustine example, where it's like five guys. It was probably like four and a half Irish guys who were like, "Let's go get drunk." And they were like, "I think that was a parade." And
0: they're like, "Well, march there." Yeah.
1: Uh, Over the next couple of generations, though, Irish pride uh, among. U.S. immigrant or um, immigrants in the U.S. really mm-hmm. grew uh, until the mid 1800s. When I think it was eight, it it was 1848 when several smaller Irish groups in New York City decided to combine their parades into the official New York City St. Patrick's Day parade. Oh, wow. 1848 was the first one.
0: Cool. That sounds like it's around the time. Did you ever see that movie Gangs of New York?
1: I have seen that, yeah. They,
0: there's a bunch of Irish groups there. I'm picturing all those guys Yeah, it does together. feel like
1: it's about that time. Yeah, I think that's right? like around when I one think it so, is. probably. Uh, now, according to History.com, mm-hmm. the New York City St. Patrick's Day Parade is the oldest, which I take it to mean longest running,
0: mm-hmm.
1: civilian parade in the world.
0: Of any kind. Of any Not kind. Not St. Patrick. Yeah, Just I mean, civilian parade.
1: parade, which I guess differentiates it from, from like maybe a like a royal parade, parade, or, parade or, or Yeah, a yeah. military parade or something wow. like that. Wow,
0: that's pretty cool. That is really
1: cool. That was kind of surprising.
0: Obviously, people have celebrations that are older than that, but maybe the, you know, calling it a parade and having that be the big focus. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, let's go. It's history.com. They're pretty reputable.
1: I'm going to take it as Bible.
0: hmm
1: Okay. That's pretty much it for St. Patrick. I mean, he's a very cool guy. Yeah. He's got an amazing story. And it's uh, pretty succinct, Do which you know, I like.
0: Yeah, me too. Do you know if his book is is still, like, published and people read it and things? Oh, that, I'm sure. That's yeah. Because cool, I know there are a few guys like that, like St. Augustine, um that people still very much read their books all the time
1: yeah i'm sure yes i I had this exact thought when i read that because i was like oh i've never heard of writings by saint patrick i Mm -hmm. didn't know this was out there uh but they were referenced enough in the research that i would imagine they are very much available i'm not positive but Mm -hmm. uh so yeah there's that one confessio which is his spiritual autobiography Mm -hmm. and then there was another title I don't remember what it was called. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't an autobiography. I don't remember what it was. Um, He
0: just like dipped his toe into some like uh, sci-fi or something.
1: (laughs) Romantic fiction. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, probably, honestly. There's no way of knowing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there is another one out there. That's cool. Yeah, so okay. That's kind of the end of the story. But I have some fun facts for us. So we – I mean – I don't want to say we covered everything, but we pretty much hit everything that you can about St. Patrick the man. So these are mm-hmm. mostly in
0: thirty minutes, holiday
1: based. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this before. Right. in Chicago?
0: Oh, I've not been to Chicago. Nor but have oh, I. you just mean but like I've seen on photos of Chicago. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh
1: The they dye the river green. Yeah. Have you seen that?
0: I I know of it. Yes. It's mm-hmm.
1: they. I mean the river is bright green. They dye the entire river.
0: I, like, is this environmentally friendly? <laughs>
1: it's really cool. And yes it is. Oh good. I'm glad you asked. So every Saint Patrick's Day, uh the local plumbers union mm-hmm. in Chicago, they sponsor this and they actually physically do it. They have been doing it since the sixties. They use a vegetable based dye. Okay. Uh I read both 25 pounds and 50 pounds, which is incredibly uh, an incredibly low amount, but that, that's they, how much dye they use of an orange powder. It's orange until it touches the water to dye this river green. That's and crazy. it's like very, uh, very basic the way they do it. Like they literally have 25 or 50, depending where you're reading, pounds uh-huh. of this powder that they like... Just kind of pour off the side of a boat and then like drive the boat back and forth to like churn it up. And that turns, like you have to see pictures of it. We will definitely post uh-huh. a picture. It turns the river bright green and it lasts for about five hours.
0: That's crazy. It's
1: really, really cool. Like I love that.
0: I can't believe that works so well.
1: It Yeah, it works amazingly well. And uh, in a surprise move,
0: mm-hmm.
1: they did it. This year, yesterday,
0: oh, as a matter really? of fact,
1: because we're oh. recording this on Sunday, uh-huh. the uh, Chicago St. Patrick's Day Parade is always the Saturday, I guess, probably mm-hmm. prior to maybe closest to St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah,
0: I think usually it is prior.
1: Um, and because of COVID, mm-hmm. they didn't think it was going to be done this yeah. year, uh, but they didn't announce it because they didn't, I guess, want to draw crowds. Mm-hmm. There was no parade, but like I said, in a surprise move... They dyed the river
0: Aww. and
1: then like tweeted it tweeted it out and people then showed up to yeah. to see it. So it was cool. cool. It's yeah. It's, it's like why not do that? That's, yeah. Please, my God.
0: That's fun. Die the
1: river. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's totally safe because it's vegetable based.
0: That's good. Hearing that a river turns bright green normally is probably not a good thing. No, but it's in this really case, not. It sounds like a fine thing. In
1: fact, it started. When uh, this was a bit before the '60s, the mayor of Chicago wanted to get to the bottom of the pollution problem that they, I guess, they had a really polluted river. Mm-hmm. So like he everyone
0: did back then.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, he proposed pouring this dye into the river that would somehow highlight where the pollution was coming from, mm-hmm. and uh, it, of course, turned the river green—not totally green the way it does today, but it, mm-hmm. it like gave it streaks of green. And, uh, the, this guy thought it, this, I forget his name. He thought it was really cool. So when he like saw them do that, he eventually had the idea that they should do that for St. Patrick's day and do the whole river. Yeah. Uh, and at first the, the dye they were using was not safe. Yeah. That's, but then about right, by too. like 1968 or something like that, they like had it all this, you know, it's totally mm-hmm. fine.
0: Oh, good. Uh, that's nice. Cabbage. Cabbage. Uh-huh.
1: Cabbage shipments increase 70% wow. the week leading up to St. Patrick's Day. On St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. Guinness consumption is up 819%. Wow. Yeah. What Guinness a sales, I should say. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and consumption, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, probably too much consumption. Mm-hmm. I read that there were I think in 2016 oh, no there were a lot of uh drunk driving deaths
0: oh drunk driving it was That's like terrible
1: one every like 35 minutes
0: what all yes. day
1: yeah and over half of them were with people whose blood alcohol is double the legal limit
0: whoa
1: yeah so it's a I mean it's notoriously a I mean of course it's a drinking day. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that, but it's also notoriously a like be careful on the roads day Yeah. because you know people are going to be out there drunk which well, is just here's terrible. here's the
0: thing. Celebrate, have fun and then don't drive. Use have a designated driver it's that or simple use any all the of time. those services. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, another fact. Mm -hmm. The population of Irish Americans is seven times that of Ireland. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy?
0: That is crazy.
1: There's a whole lot of Irish people in America. There are 193 cities in America that -hmm. have an Irish population of 10% or more. What? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That is crazy. I know. I didn't feel like there's so many. I I feel like there was just Irish people in Boston and New York, and then that was it.
1: (laughs) Well, one hundred ninety-one other cities say that you are wrong.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: Okay, last fact. Mm -hmm. What's the most famous Irish meal that you know?
0: Corned beef and cabbage. You got it. And also potatoes, I guess in general.
1: You got it. Although potatoes were not a popular meal in the mid-1400s, or sorry, mid-1800s, when the potato famine happened, and over one million Irish people perished because of it. Uh, Corned beef Mm -hmm. started in the U.S., Oh, specifically in New York City, where Irish immigrants were craving their traditional dish of Irish cabbage, or sorry, Irish bacon and cabbage,
0: Hmm.
1: but... Whether it was because Irish bacon was too expensive or you couldn't really get it in these neighborhoods, they had learned about corned beef from their Jewish neighbors. Mm -hmm. So they simply subbed out the Irish bacon for corned beef. And Irish bacon is like kind of similar to Canadian bacon. It's from the back of the pig, not the belly, like Uh American bacon. Um so they I mean it's not really close to corned beef at all like yeah. it's just it's a totally different substitute but anyway that's what they But they
0: were just like they, this is here. <laughs> that's what they went
1: with oh, and cool. it uh it became more popular than the original so now wow. it's corned beef and cabbages Well, you it eat.
0: makes sense there's all these millions of Irishmen maybe not literally millions but there's so many no, Irishmen Yeah, Americans. definitely millions.
1: I think like tw- It was like 25 or 30% of their population. Mhm. Immigrated to the U.S. during the potato famine.
0: Wow, and that so was so were the, millions. The eighteen hundred, like, yeah, mid- I think eighteen 1800s. like
1: forty-five was like the, you know, middle wow. of it.
0: Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, not cool. That's obviously very very sad. But um, oh yeah, of course. But that's that's really fascinating. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, last fact mm-hmm. on St. Patrick's Day. Yes. uh You're supposed to wear green.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll make sure to remember to wear green this year.
1: Oh, look at that. My notebook is green. It's I a forgot. bright green
0: notebook. Well, that was great. I'm so happy to learn this stuff. It's always fun to celebrate holidays, but it's more fun when you know a little bit about what you're celebrating. I
1: totally agree. Yeah, yeah I'm all for it. So I hope this episode finds everybody well and have a fun and safe mm-hmm. uh, St. Patrick's Day and don't drink and dry.
0: Yeah.